Hi, I'm Dean. And I'm Chris. And together we host In The Doll's House. We're both really excited about recording the first episode as we cover the beginning of our parenting journey with the lead up to birth. This means everything from deciding to have children all the way through to the birth plan, where we find out that even the best planning doesn't mean that your little angel agrees. So get your brew ready and get settled in and join us in the doll's house. Right, Chris, the first bit we're going to talk about is deciding to have children. So uh, what was your situation? Was it a planned situation? Um, how did you decide together that, that this is what you wanted to do? So essentially, um, myself and my, my wife were together for about uh, 18 months and we got married uh, whilst we were out in Dubai. So that was at the point where we were sort of, sort of planning the long term. So yeah, definitely children were always going to be on the cards. Um, but it wasn't a case of like we were strictly trying to actually try to get pregnant. Um, it, it was just like, yeah, we'll, you know, we both want children and if it happens, it's great. It's just that there wasn't any kind of, you know, set deadline for it. So, so yes, yeah, so it was always going to be on the cards. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, the actual kind of time between us actually getting married and, um, and sort of conceiving really. So, so yes, it was always going to be planned. Um, what about yourself? Do you, you, I mean, I, I remember it wasn't, it wasn't dead long, was it before, since you got married? Cause I remember being at the wedding. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't a long time after that until you you messaged and we've got got a group <laughs> message thing and you messaged in our group to say that you were you were going to yeah. be having a baby. Guess what? Yeah, it's, because everything just seemed so. Because obviously it was like during the lockdown as well, so everything was a bit manic anyway. So so yeah, there wasn't a huge amount of time be- between the actual pregnancy. In fact, our pregnancy happened. Um, sorry, our we- uh, our wedding happened two weeks before lockdown. So yeah, I remember that well. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> that, that was. Uh, you cut that fine. Yeah, we, we sort of got home back to back to Dubai, and then the, the follow. So that was about the Friday, I think, and then the following Saturday, it was like, yeah, this is happening. So there's, uh, I mean, lockdown. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this is happening. So <laughs> we had to sort of, sort of, you know, run into school, get everything that we needed for his jobs, and then you know, then come back. So, so yeah, it kind of happened at that point. Um, yeah, we, we we sort of had the conversation where we weren't going to stop it from happening, but yeah, definitely sort of, it, it was planned. Uh, it wasn't a case of it being sort of. A little accident like so yeah so so yeah we were, we were really happy and i think it was probably one of the best ways of doing it because i can imagine if you are trying and it doesn't happen then it can be quite stressful um so yeah it just kind of happened really really naturally and then before you know it i had this sort of wet stick being flung in my face and i look uh, i wasn't entirely sure what it went to start yeah. with I, was, I wasn't quite with it it's like oh okay oh right amazing um so yeah that's our little story leading up to to to, to actually finding out that we were well i say we that uh, my wife was pregnant how about yourself so was that was that, was that a planned thing you know you, 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 did you have a so time for frame? me it was it was it was a bit of a strange one so we've been together for a little while we weren't we're, we're not married we're, st- we're still not married we're engaged now but we're not married Congratulations. um but um cheers uh for me it was a really tough decision to be honest um i was a bit older and i was unsure about whether i wanted children and my partner decided that she definitely did. Um, and I was I was quite unsure because I was quite happy with like my life, how it was. Um, and it was a lot of thinking about it. So I'd research no end on whether this was what I wanted to do. And I'd thought about it a lot. Um, and in the end, it was chatting to friends that had already got children that sort of 
made me think, yeah, this is definitely what I want to do. But it took a, a lot of time for me to decide this was what I wanted. What, um, what, what was it that was kind of not holding you back so much, but was that the question mark over, which obviously the age thing, but is it a case of it was, say, you know, going into primary school or high school, or, you know, when they're 20, you might be however old, sort of 60 or something. Was that, was that the issue? Was it more like the the mechanics of it all, the biology of it all, will it all sort of... I think I think it was partly lifestyle more than anything else, to be honest. Um, and not wanting to give up the things that I enjoyed doing. And I thought that I was going to have to give up everything that I enjoyed doing to be able to have children and do a good job of that, as it were. Yeah. Um, I mean, since I found out that's obviously not the case, but you've just got to plan things really well to be able to fit in those things that you want to do as well. Um, but... Yeah, it took me a long time to think this is definitely what I want. Um, and it was chatting to, like I say, a lot of my friends that had got children already that sort of made me think, actually, I know these guys wouldn't want to give up everything that they were doing previously and they weren't giving everything up. So it was that, it was almost a bit selfish, really, I suppose, the way I was thinking about it. Um, and in the end, I was like, yeah, well, actually, this, this is what I want to do. And I, but for me in my head, I had to be absolutely one hundred percent sure about it before I before I jumped in and went, yeah, because I knew there's there's obviously no turning back once you've got once <laughs> no, you've got well, a little no. person, yeah. you've got a little person. Yeah. So um, yeah, um, but now we're in the situation where she's here. I I wouldn't change anything about it. It's it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. But yeah, it was a lot a lot of thinking for me to do, to make that definite decision. Was there ever, ever, ever a thought of you having kids, even before you're like, obviously the, the, the current situation and, um, you know, just like growing up and going into young adulthood, adulthood and so on, was there ever a thought about, you know, I'd like to be a dad at some point or did that just not come across your mind until the actual conversations that you had with your partner? I think um, when I was younger, I always thought I would have kids. Um, and then I, I suppose as I got older and I'd not got them, I was thinking, well, maybe this isn't the right path for me now because I'm quite, well, I was getting, I was getting to what, I was probably around 40 when we decided that was what we were going to do. So I was, I was getting on for, for a dad, I suppose. Not, not obviously really old. And a lot of people do have children when they're a bit older, but um, for me that what it was definitely a factor because now I'm 42. So by the time she's 18, I'll be 60. <laughs> yeah. So well, I, I, I yeah, had a similar thought process myself. Thing, so I'm not not. Uh, so I'm uh, 38 now. So when she's kind of in primary school or whatever, and the the biggest one for me was at sports day for primary school and to get all the dads out to run. And I'm I'm a bit crocked anyway with my dodgy back. I'm the oldest 38 year old going, <laughs> and I just think like if she's on the side, go daddy, and I'm like I'll do my best, but that. 80 meters is is a considerable long way for somebody in my physical oh and, and uh, they yeah. are competitive races as well yeah uh yeah so <laughs> yeah so everyone absolutely moves so that's the main one for me i think it was it was uh, nothing really grown up about, More about like, sports day yeah just that one yeah. very specific one day <laughs> that might never happen um yeah you know so yeah that was this kind of thing that was going on for me I, you know because I, I i thought you know uh so i was 35 when um my daughter joined us so i know i'm not necessarily the oldest parent in the world but there's definitely those kind of things coming to you know in the back of my mind thinking right am i going to be all right with this sort of age wise um you know i was ready to kind of make this with the sports day thing you could always uh try and influence them to do the throwing the tea bag in the cup rather than the 
unbelievable. 80 metre dash. Yeah, that was that was something. Yeah. I, I, I think um, with being a tea lover and also being a fan of the darts, putting those three together, uh, yeah, I do love chucking a, a tea <laughs> So if that comes out, I'll be like, sign us up. Um, <laughs> involves running. No, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> like if we did yeah. like the egg Run, and Running is not for the older dad. The, the egg <laughs> and the spoon race comes around. The, the frigging thing will be hatched by the time I'd finished. It, you can poach it or something. So, yeah. So yeah, I, I guess that. So so once you kind of decided the um, that this was this was the journey that you were both going to go on together. Um, what was that kind of that that period up to? Obviously, um, that conception and then kind of obviously on to, to, to obviously the the birth plan as we mentioned. What was that sort of journey like for you? It was it was strange to start off with because we were like, yeah, this is what we're going to do, and then we started sort of working in that direction um and it wasn't too long before we found out that uh, my partner had fallen pregnant so that was quite good it was really positive and it was quite a, quite a quick thing we thought it was going to take a while because um she's got pcos um which is polycystic ovary syndrome which means it can be harder to conceive um she fell pregnant quite quick but then within five or six weeks she'd had a miscarriage so that was that was pretty rough i mean it was probably better that it was early on than later on um but at the same time it's just it's not a nice thing for anybody to have to go no, through definitely not. so it's something that i mean i was really shocked i was at work when i found out and um yeah so i i got got back to her and just had to comfort her as much as i could and sort of say well yeah this might be one attempt but it doesn't mean that we can't carry on trying which is what we did yeah what what was the time period between you between you finding like that like finding out that the you've you've had the miscarriage and deciding like we we'll, we'll we'll try again was that you know a lengthy time that you took between the two? It Just wasn't kinda... long to be honest. It was quite quite short. Um, it wasn't something that got in the way too much of us deciding that was our end goal. That's what we wanted to do and moving in that direction. So it wasn't it wasn't a long period of time at all. Um, maybe sort of four six weeks uh probably maximum i'd say um so yeah you just you just carry on there's nothing else you can do it's it's one of those things where yeah it's rough when it happens but you've just got to get through that and then move on to the next bit as it were and just keep trying can you remember the like the the i suppose the second time around when you find out that you uh you both are pregnant again um can you remember like when that happened yeah that was that was different that time around. So when we found out we were pregnant the second time, uh, we were on holiday. Right. So we didn't think that that was going to happen that quick. So um, we were, well, in fact, it was a long time between the two. That's a different story altogether. I mean, I can go into that bit as well. <laughs> um, it was, um, so we, we struggled to conceive the second time um, and we went to see a specialist um, we paid privately to go and see a specialist and um, just to speed the process up. Um, and he gave us loads of advice. Um, I went for various tests. My partner went for various tests. Um, and eventually he put us, well, he put uh, my partner on a medication that would um, help a little bit. And it did. It was it was quite quick at helping. So it, it basically um, 
kept her cycles regular, which is a problem with PCOS. Right. You don't necessarily have regular cycles. Okay. So it kept her regular, which meant it was easier for us to then conceive. Um, so I had some problems as well. So I, I had to have a sperm test. And uh, one of the problems that I had was that um, the heads of my sperm weren't all the right shape. Right. So it meant that they weren't all necessarily going in the right direction at the right time. Okay. So that that was nice. That was nice to get told. <laughs> I'll, I'll um, be honest with you. I've never never heard that as a as a as a thing. Um, so yeah, did, I can't, did, I can't did, remember did, what it was called. Did some have but, like a yeah. square head, and it's like you know when you get to you got those building blocks and you got those toys that you've got where you've got to get the right shape through the right shape yeah, hole. It was, Is it like that? So when obviously they get to the egg, it's a oh it's a bloody round hole here. I'm knackered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All the um, square and rectangles ones were turning round. Like don't have bother, mate. I think, yeah, I think they were just swimming in the wrong directions because they couldn't see where they were going. And uh, yeah, I'm not, not really sure how it was. Yeah. But that that was another bit of a problem that we found out that we it might it might prevent us from conceiving or it might make things a bit trickier. Yeah, but, sorry, I shouldn't have laughed at your medical concerns. So sorry there. Well, no, it's all right. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you've only got to get one that, that goes in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so just that one with the map and the compass. Yeah. Yeah, map and a compass and a, a bit of goodwill and and off they go. <laughs> yeah, um, it um, sounds so easy. Doesn't it? I think so. We we um, we're due our second in um, in May. We're about week twenty four. I think we're through. And yeah, odd, like, not oddly, but the fact that this one was was definitely planned. It's like yeah, we really thought right, we're we're going to do it and we're going to do it now, sort of thing. It was more, uh, yeah, more planned, more kind of like yeah, we're going to spend. We're actually physically doing as much as we can to make sure that we can get pregnant and i think i don't know if it was like the extra the, the 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 mindset you're in or the pressure so it did take us a little longer to actually get through um no it seems that's not the right I think you can phrase, put too but, much pressure on yourself i think yeah. you, you definitely can put too much pressure on yourself and it makes it makes the whole process harder like yeah. if you if you're trying to schedule when you're doing things and trying to make sure you're doing things x amount of times a week it can yeah. it can you can sometimes think like, well, this is a lot of pressure and you try you try your best to make it so that you're not putting pressure on yourself because you that's the last thing you want to do. Yeah, I mean, so with this one being sort of strictly more planned for you, had you planned it to the extent of you wanted to have another one when your first one was a certain age or planned as in this just seemed like the right time sort of thing? Yeah, it was definitely the last one. So... Um uh, as I say, our eldest, um, she is three at the moment, so she'll be three and a half when the new one comes, um, who's also a girl. Um, so, yeah, so it's three and a half. We think there's a good age gap. Um, a lot of it, un- unfortunately, comes down to whether you can afford to do it because, obviously, the cost of living and the... Um, That's a massive thing, isn't it? Yeah, so the cost of, like, childcare, it's it's pretty much, um, you know, a, a, you know, 80% of, you know, one of our salaries to be able to put um, our daughter through, um, I was going to say through college, then she's not quite that clever, um, through through nursery and that. So so that was a big part of it. We're, we're both, like, securing in our jobs and stuff, and there, there was a bit of that. So, yeah, definitely that was that was it. Um, it's definitely the right time for us to, to at least try. And part of it was, again, we were really lucky with the fact that we conceived pretty quickly and without oh like too much pressure last time um so we knew that it might not necessarily necessarily happen as quickly the second time around but um so so yeah it was it was definitely a case of right we're, we're ready now um you know and but i i definitely think two will be enough i think this will be 
a culmination of <laughs> two's <laughs> enough. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I think for us, we've we've decided that one is where we're stopping, and I think it's it's mostly down to age, really. Um, and also, my partner had a bit of a. It wasn't the pregnancy that was rough, but the pregnancy triggered other things, right? Like medical things that meant she ended up in hospital a few times. Um, which wasn't obviously much fun when you're pregnant and then you're in hospital for four or five days at a time um, because it's making you unwell. I suppose with the added stress as well of um, obviously going through what you did before, the yeah, e- every yeah. every twinge, every f- feeling kind of rough and, you know, everything will be heartened by, you know, 10 times, you know, it would do normally. Obviously, it's not very nice in any situation, but the fact that you've gone through what you went through before is going to think, right, okay, what's, you know, is the same happening again? That must have been awful for, especially for the nine months like you're obviously going through. Well, I think that that leads really nicely onto talking about scans, to be fair. Yeah. Um, because we had a lot of scans so even as early as like five or six weeks, we had as like the earliest you could have a scan. Yeah. We had one just to see like what was going on and make sure everything was okay. And that was the first time for me where it felt very real, I suppose, because actually you're, you're hearing a, a heartbeat and you're going, oh yeah, this is, this is real. This yeah. is, yeah, it was, that was a bit emotional. It, it was um, like really special that was, I suppose. Um, and then, we went for quite a few other scans as well, just as checkups as we were going through. So we went for a few private ones and obviously you have your ones that are with the NHS as well. Um, the private ones were for peace of mind for us more than anything else, I think. Mm. Um, just to know that things were progressing okay and that everything was going well. And I think it was a bit of worry from what had happened previously, but also it's it's quite exciting as well. Like when you know you're going for a scan, and you um, you get to hear the heartbeat, you get to see an image, um, and sometimes you can even make out what's on the image, which is <laughs> yeah, which is pleasant. So <laughs> um, when when yeah. the um, I'm not what's the name of the the the, the medical professional does the scanning? I can't remember what they're called. Uh, their professional name. Uh, we'll call her Sandra. Um, but when she's scanning through, and said, uh, "This is the head over here," and I'm nodding. I'm, I'm not a clue what's going on. I, I'm not, I'm looking at a big I screen. Mean, on some of the scans, you can see what's going on, can't you? I yeah. mean, there was there was one scan where we went, I think we went for a couple of private ones, um, and one of them offered a 4D image. Yeah. We were like, oh, this is going to be amazing. So I was like, a 3D image probably would have been enough for me. Um, I'm not really <laughs> sure what a 4D image is, if yeah. I'm absolutely honest. You flick water, yeah. Then this 4D image appears, and it's the back of a head, which is great. Um, and it looks like some sort of alien spaceship. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> and she's like, this is this bit, this is this bit. And I'm thinking, all I'm thinking is like alien spaceship. Yeah. I, hope, I can't I, get that out of my head. I hope this one gets cuter uh, because it's, it's going to yeah. be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but I mean, the other scans were, the other scans were all good. And you could, you, like, as they, as it gets big, like the baby gets bigger, you can obviously work out what more things are. Yeah. Um, because we had scans till quite late in the pregnancy as well, and you can pretty much see a, a fully formed baby at that point. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, how how were your scans? What 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 did you do? Did you have any private ones? Did you have any? So when we uh, was that like in obviously NHS ones. Yeah. So when we were out in uh, Dubai, um, because although we were married, we we 
at that point we had de- we'd both decided that we were going to come home anyway so we hadn't bothered getting our marriage certificate a- attested to make everything right, kind okay. of legal over there so although um you know we weren't in any danger of kind of being you know getting into any serious trouble it just meant that um i wouldn't have been in a position where i can go into the room with the scans so uh, obviously i could take take my uh, take my wife to the um to the hospital and that but obviously during lockdown as well it was it was doubly uh, complicated because out in dubai um for you to be able to go anywhere you had to download a like an app and you had to book a specific time slot for you to be able to leave the house and if you were caught without that sort of time slot booked um you, you yeah there could have been a little bit of trouble so i could i could go to the actual scan but i wasn't allowed into the actual room where they did the scan so i just kind of waited there while these pictures were taken and then uh, she came out and then showed me and i so none the wiser to what so I, I knew it was a bit i knew we were pregnant because i had I, you know we yeah. had the stick but so yeah with the first time around yeah it was it was a bit disappointed because the the only scan i was i could go to was right at the very end before we left so we had a scan, not not so. Uh, it wasn't like a. What? Huge... This is still in Dubai. Yeah, this was this was in Dubai. So, so we, we, the, the first scan we had was, as I say, it was amazing because the the, the uh, you know she, she wasn't fully developed. I couldn't tell you what what week she was. I think maybe twenty. I think, um, you know, for when you know that scan. So the the heart was pumping. You could obviously all the blue and the reds so where the heart was forming, and she was moving about a bit as well. So, so that was the first one. So yeah, all that time where you you kind of you want to be part of that experience and hold hold the hand in case there was any news that was, you know, that was wasn't overly positive. Yeah, but, yeah. But luckily, like everything was going swimmingly, um, so to speak. But then obviously with this one, um, I say this one, our second child, we, I've been to all of them. So yeah, we we've done exactly the same where we. So you've had the whole process, which is really nice. Exactly. So we were all, all you know, we've yeah. also we also decided that we um, we wanted to do the early scan. So I think we got one, maybe about twelve weeks. I think 12, 13 weeks. We went into a, to a private clinic, and and as I said, like you had all these screens on the walls. It was like, and and if, the best thing about it, we yeah, could take, it's really we could nice, take, isn't it? We could take. I'm a daughter with us as well. Oh, you know, I might yeah. now. So yeah, I could take our daughters there as well. So we could. Like, she was getting really excited the fact that she's going to have a baby sister, and then obviously, like, so we had the screen in front of you, and, a, and like another screen over see over the, to the left hand side. It essentially showed the same bits, and I wasn't overly convinced that the screen on in the reception wasn't showing it as well. Just like people were like, <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah. So this, you know, these scans I've been able to go to all of them, and and you know still not entirely sure what i'm looking at but it, it is dead nice out there and i think the added bonus of having my daughter there as well being dead excited you can hear the heartbeat and stuff she's getting really excited and which kind of you know um increases the amount that we're getting excited as well so yeah the, this time around it's a lot easier because i can be there but yeah first time it was like you, you're not really sure if everything's okay until until you you, you know and my wife comes back out yeah that's got to be nerve-wracking yeah sit, sitting and waiting you yeah do, it's the first time where you you and there's, there's a lot of this being a parent i think my first advice of being a dad is that the, the dad up until this point really you, you're fairly useless you've done your bit so you've just got to just be there as a support mechanism really and you know as i wasn't able to do that at that time like if we did go through any bad news it's like horrendous it my wife had to go through that on her own but as i said really lucky yeah. that all, all the scans were positive so so yeah we didn't have that so we have to kind of count our blessings really that everything was all right so so yeah it was a bit awkward um not being able to go but uh, as i said yeah it was you know the outcome was still the same isn't it i suppose i suppose part part of it as well of like the whole being the dad sort of side of it is that yeah once once you've done your bit and your partner's pregnant 
you are their main support and you try yeah. and help them as much as you possibly can with everything you can possibly help with to to make things easier because it's it's not easy is it no honestly um, I, I know growing up it's always like uh, uh, women are the strongest sex i think and you always kind of disagree i know men are um but until obviously you go through a pregnancy you just think actually yeah we're fairly useless um you know <laughs> yeah you, you know the start of it we're, we're the pr- secondary part in this film well <laughs> yeah we're pretty we're pretty pretty kind of involved at the start um i'd like to think yeah. of and then uh, yeah up until obviously the, the 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 you know the birth you just you know you know if 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 you, you your wife's feeling rough you, you try and do as much as you can but ultimately you, you you know you can go down and get sort of paracetamol or you can you can cook and you can clean around the house but you just pay, you're just powerless to be able to take that feeling away because i know it's so uncomfortable you just feel disgusting you you, you realize like really doubts about you know, your physical look and you know mental anxiety and things like that and you really are useless as a father other than being caring and just being there for you, you just want to be able to take it all away and just make it really nice or go in a time machine and be like bang there you go there's nine months you're due tomorrow um we just can't do yeah, that and that, that'd be better wouldn't it that, that'd be the ultimate ultimate solving of the problem yeah, it just takes too long that, that could be our first money making opportunity from the podcast yeah like design you... a machine to take you forward nine months <laughs> or it'll just be like the matrix where they've just grown in a pod um yeah and yeah. you just go visit it every Although now and then, again uh, when do you know which one's yours though <laughs> i mean that, that that's going to be hard work and yeah. working that out uh, I'd, I'd have thought yeah. that you know if you've got the the technology to be able to grow a child in a pod hopefully they've got their admin sorted um so be, well, that, that's, be all right. <laughs> that's yeah. true you, yeah. you'd have to have some serious uh serious admin skills yes the yeah. year is 2050 but we still use uh excel spreadsheets So, um, so scans wise, then, um, did you have a scan to find out the gender? Um, so the second time around, we did. So we specifically booked a gender reveal scan. Um, but I did think, you do that privately then? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So did that privately. Yeah. Went the same sort of place. Like, like <laughs> the um, they've seen like. Oh, did did it have the same as the one I had? Because we went to one that was. It sounded very similar to yours with the screens on the wall and stuff. Probably, I did think they, they were do a pretty... thing where they just told you. Yeah. Or did they have a thing where like lights flashed up? <laughs> well, that's what I had in my head. I thought they'd press a button and they go like pink confetti will come out and the lights will go pink. That, that's what happened at the one I went to. Seriously? Not even joking. Yeah. So we went to a, a gender reveal scan um, because we were both well, we were both dead excited and um, we we just wanted to do it. So um, we'd had. Um, a bit of a gift and it was it was some money so we were like well let's let's spend it on that so we went for a private scan and we were sat in the waiting room and obviously in the waiting room for these private places you've got all sorts of things you can buy for like gender reveal stuff okay. um and you can have like you can you can buy like the confetti cannons and all sorts <laughs> of stuff like that um and they've also got like um, things that like teddy bears that you can have the heartbeat put into. Yeah. So they'll record the heartbeat and put that into a yeah, teddy bear. We, yeah, they often um, do that as well, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we did the heartbeat one because we thought that was kind of cool. But um, the gender reveal stuff we did we did very differently. But when we were in that um, in that room, so we, we went in and this is something we not talked about, actually. You know, with the scans, did, did you ever, well, not you, but did your wife ever have to do something a bit daft to make sure the baby was in the right position? Oh, so a hundred percent. So 
Yeah. First of all, you have to go in with a... Is it a full bladder? Uh, mm. Just so it acts like a cushion. Yeah, to, a full bladder. But, you know, um, without kind of obviously seeing so, the child, so we don't know how closely, um, uh, you know, they're going to be, like, do they look the same or, or whatever, but definitely they they were both in awkward positions. So Eden was always in a, a tricky position, and we'll, we'll cover that again when, you know, when we talk about the actual birth. But, yeah, so Eden was... Um, was quite low, but yeah, this one at the moment is really, really low. So they have to prod him, but <laughs> so it was a bit like uh, she was strapped. So my wife was strapped to like the um, like the tape, not the table, but like the you know what they lie on to be scanned, and yeah, you tip yeah. her upside down, and I'm like. I am so sorry. You've got to go through this. This is a horrible feeling just to try and tip them. The baby's like, Christ. <laughs> you just saw the, like the, 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 the scan inside just holding on for dear life. It was like going through some kind of roller coaster. Uh, but yeah, you have to go through See, this. See, that, that's the bit that I'm I've always a bit confused by because you're not allowed on roller coasters if you're pregnant, are you? Well, this, this poor then bug You, you go to find one. out the sex of your baby and you end up on a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Don't look down. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, she. So you have to kind of. And there's a lot of prodding and pressing, which I can, um, it must be so uncomfortable. Oh, with a full bladder, can't be fun either. But then he said, yeah. yeah so we've got I mean, enough. Body, can you go and empty your bladder? So he was like, all oh, right, okay. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of that just to try and get it in the right position, just to get, so you can get all the scans for like heartbeat and what's going on in the back and doing the, you know, the, yeah, the test for the yeah. fluid in the back of the neck. So yeah, honestly, she's been put in all sorts of positions, and that was just the conception. See, my yeah, my my partner when when we went for our scans. There was quite a few times where she was asked to jump up and down or run on the spot, <laughs> as well as being turned upside down on the on the bed. It's like one it's of those like, uh, NASA program yeah. kind of, you know. This, this, it's why I didn't see it. Like we're going to go up to seven G now, so you spin around us. Like it was going up, but down. No, we never had that. <laughs> yes, no. It was like it was like Joe Wicks was in the room with us. It was it was a bit strange. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, so talk, yeah, there's a few uh, few situations with that. So, so, so talk us through the actual kind of reveal then. So, what 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 was that actually oh, yeah, like so, when you found so out? So back to back to that. So, um, yeah, so we went went into this private room and there was there was a like a big screen on the wall and there was a big screen um, next to to the lady who was doing the scan, and um, she said, right. So what's going to happen is we're going to um, look at the gender. She said, I'm going to look a few times just so that I can be sure. She said, sometimes you can't always get it because it, obviously sometimes it's going to be very hard to. So they obviously do their best to get it, but it, they can't always guarantee. Um, she said that she was 100% sure before she did the, like, revealed whether mm. it was a boy or a girl to us. I mean, obviously, you know how this story is going to end. Um, but, um, yeah, she said, when, the, uh, when I reveal it to you, it's going to flash up on the screen. And behind the screen, we've got blue and pink lights. And she said the lights will come on in the right colour to show you whether it's a boy or a girl. For blue, blue for a boy, obviously pink for a girl. So um, she was like, "Are you ready?" And we're like, "Yeah." Um, and then it felt like quite a long time. It, it probably wasn't at all. It was quite quick, but yeah. It, then it flashed up with these pink lights behind, <laughs> uh, and it was really quite emotional. It was, um, yeah. Uh, my partner was in tears because she was. I think she really wanted a girl. Right. Um, which I can completely understand, um, and I was like, I'm I'm not color bothered what color it is. It can be a blue or it can be a pink. It, it doesn't matter to me as long as yeah. as long as the baby's in there, the baby's healthy. I'm all good. And I know she really wanted a girl, so she was chuffed to bits. So yeah, it was um, it was quite a cool way of doing it, though. Well, um, ours wasn't. A, I mean, they don't have the lights of the NHS, do they? When you go there, <laughs> no. So. so ours wasn't no, even I mean, like that exciting. So obviously the the with the, our, our first child, the, the gender reveal was just 
um, my wife kind of, I was waiting in the car, I think at that point, I don't think I was allowed in the, the waiting room for some reason. So I was in the car and she was like, um, we found out the gender. Uh, do you want to know? I was like, yeah, 100%. And she told me. So obviously in a minute, we'll obviously later on, we'll talk about, you know, whether we want the boys or girls, but either way, I was like, you know, over the moon. So we found out that way. And then with the, 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 the recent one, um, they were just kind of scanning through and Rachel, uh, my wife had sort of said, uh, yeah, the, the lights will come on when, you know, to reveal the gender. So I'm like, this is going to be amazing. Can't wait for this. And then the, the kind of practitioner was just scanning around. There's the legs, there's the heart, and there are the three lines. And they were like, oh my God, amazing. And I'm like, what's that mean? Three lines. I'm on the wiser end, and obviously that explained what it oh, was. Oh, you were thinking England football show, yeah. weren't you? <laughs> yeah, three lines. Here we go. Uh, yeah, three lines. What does that mean? I'm, you know, not used to the the, the, the medical kind of setup downstairs. What's what does that mean? And then obviously find out that we were having a, a second girl. So, so yeah, that no no lights, no no nothing. Um, unfortunately. Um, so um, yeah, but I, I you know, it would have been nice, I suppose. But it, it, at the end of the day, the the kind of the emotions of finding out, obviously having a, a second daughter, just kind of takes over, yeah. really. Um, did you, so in relation to your, your your gender reveal, did you have any plans to do? You know, like they have those full on. You know, we talk about like the uh, the smoke grenades and things like that. Did you have any plan on, you know, how you'd reveal? Well, we we talked about it. So we talked about doing a gender reveal. We'd um, we'd not really decided how we wanted to do it before we found out the gender. So it was something that we talked more about afterwards. Um because we were going to keep it quiet for a little bit and then tell people just afterwards. So um, we just did like a balloon pop type thing um, and we did two of them. So we did one, uh, um, Michelle, one one of my partner's relatives up in. So we did one at grandparents, one set of grandparents' houses, um, and then one another set of grandparents' houses with the other ones on a video call. So yeah, it was um, it was quite good fun. So w- um, when, when we did the actual reveal, as I said, like um, we uh, middle of lockdown, so every Sunday uh, we used to have a um, a Zoom quiz, like you did. It was either banana oh, yeah, bread, yeah. Joe Wicks, and Zoom quiz. So we'd had a we used to have a Zoom a Zoom quiz every week with um, my wife's. Um, um, dad's side of the family so there was a few of us joining and her brother and his uh, um, well now wife were in Australia at the time and they had somebody else right. who was kind of travelling around with them so every week they were deducted points because you'd had an extra member of the team on there so we went through right, like okay. this whole we went through this whole quiz and then like we timed it actually we didn't mean it to time it so perfectly but we timed it so well it was like coming to the end of the Zoom and we were just like, oh, um, unfortunately, we're going to have to be deducted a couple of points because we're playing with an extra player and then obviously showed the scan of the picture and everyone's like, oh, Zoom end. So that, so oh, it was, that's, that's cool. how we kind of, like, yeah, did that reveal. That was pretty cool. Um, but then, That's a well thought out reveal. Yeah, it, it was It was kind of sort yeah. of on the cuff, but it was like, can we do it? Should we do it sort of thing? Um, so yeah, that, that way. And then when we obviously find out the, the gender of our second child, we obviously told um, our daughter, she was like really excited she's on a baby sister so the way we kind of revealed it was like um every, every friday she goes with her, her her nan um and she was like came through and we were like eden what, what's in mom's tummy and she went baby sister like that, and that was pretty cool um so yeah so we, we haven't done any of the kind of yeah. the smoke grenades or the, the the spray paint or anything like that we've just kind of just told people to be honest with you um yeah it's not something that kind of crept up i so think i do i suppose i think like uh 
a big gender reveal is a, it's a nice idea it's just it's not a necessity though is it it's something that you can you can do without because you can guarantee that when you tell people that you're having a baby they're not they're not bothered about whether it's a boy or a girl yeah um they just want it to be a successful pregnancy and you to be healthy and them to be healthy so that that's kind of Suppose it boils down to the, wants out of it. the whole kind of social media side and gets as many likes as you can. It's not those gender reveals aren't for the people that are there; it's for the people that you can see online. So there is a little bit of that. Um, yeah, true. Yeah. So and, I mean, there's plenty you can watch online that have gone wrong, isn't there? So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. purple. Um, yeah. So like, the last kind of things that we're going to cover then is. Well, first of all, we'll, we'll talk about you know what your initial reactions were to finding out you were going to be a daddy of a of a little girl, um, and then you know leading up to kind of did you have any plans for the kind of the birth? So so obviously when you the the, the lights were flashing and it was pink and then obviously thinking up to, um, you know this is it. And then what 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 were your thoughts behind you you being a dad of of a daughter? So this this is a bit of a strange one actually because I I really wasn't bothered about the gender. The only thing that I thought was. If it's a boy, I might understand it a bit more because I'm one, and that that was literally <laughs> yes. that was literally it. But it was uh, all I wanted was a, a healthy baby. That, yeah. that was kind of my my thoughts on it. I wasn't bothered whether it was a boy or a girl. Um, so for me, it was just as long as the baby was healthy. That that was the main thing. Um, yeah. Aside from that, I was like healthy baby that that was it that was always yeah. in my head i mean what, what about you i mean so it's always the, were you thinking that you because i know that you love your football yeah so it's always the case um, of like well there was there was two things really and um so the, the big the big one was um fundamentally I, I was never never issue like there was never gonna be an issue um it would be quite nice to obviously carry on the the the, the name um the bloodline sort of thing but more importantly, Project Imbat. Yeah. Um, so Project Imbat was going to be like, yeah, we're going on. And all the way through the kind of the pregnancy, I was like joking, and I probably shouldn't because it was stressing my wife out. I said, if it's a boy, we're taking it back. Sorry, if it's a girl, we're taking it back. So she, she had it in her head that, um, you know, I definitely want a boy. And if it's, if it's anything but a boy, I'm going to be really annoyed. So that's why she was a little bit kind of reticent to tell me when she obviously had the scan for the first time around that... Um, you know, it's a girl. She was like, are you all right? I was like, yeah, of course I am. You know, I was only joking. It's like, we're actually going to take a baby back because of, I'm not Henry VIII. Um, you know, chop your head off. And then second time around, you just think, actually, logistically, it's a lot easier if we have two girls because we've got all the stuff for the first one. So we haven't got to go, right, you know, buying new yeah, clothes or, or, or what have you. And yeah, they're probably going to fall out, but, you, you know, and, you know, I'm sure... Yeah, but, but a boy and a girl would fall out and two yeah, boys definitely. would fall out. I mean, yeah, I don't think there's any way around that, is there? No. Let's be honest. No. There's, there's going to be times where they argue and yeah. like, that's just it. Uh, yeah, yeah, very much looking forward to dealing with like a load of stroppy teenagers going around the house. And obviously when sort of the, the, the biology kicks in as well. It's like, okay, I've got to pre prepare myself. I've got, I need to look, look up about that, to be honest with you. That's me, my own weakness. So, you know, I need to be there to be able to support sort of around 15, 16, 17, you know, when they go through the change. But that's, you know, something I need to be better at. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's something that you look at closer to the time though, isn't it? I yeah. mean, things might have changed by then as well, I suppose, to a certain extent about the way that teenagers are. So yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those things that, kids evolve all the time and as much as you read up about them 
it's sometimes it's sometimes it's medical advice but sometimes it's people's opinions and sometimes it's what they've experienced i yeah. mean like what we've experienced might not be the same as what others have experienced so it, it's hard to give advice when you've not experienced it like that in the first place no definitely not um yeah. so yeah 100 percent. the gender reveal wasn't wasn't an issue it's all about yeah healthy and and, and you know you know on when it's going to be due and things like that so um in relation to kind of the last thing that we'll, we'll, we'll talk about in episode number one is did you have any plans for the birth or any kind of anything that your you or your wife had specifically wanted to happen like leading up to the birth and then actually on the on the on the the, the delivery date itself well i mean part part of what you do when you're getting ready is you make a birth plan so with within all your nhs paperwork you get a birth plan don't you that yeah. you you fill out which I'm sure you'll be doing for, for soon for, for number two arriving. Yeah. Um, and within that, it asks all sorts of things. So we, we knew that we were going to be going for a plan C section. Yeah. Um, and there was there was a few medical reasons for that. But yeah, we don't need to go into those. But it, it, we knew that that was going to be part of the plan. Um, and apart from that, there was there's a load of medical things that are written down in your birth plan, like things like allergies, things like... Um, pain relief things and and what to do about like if you're feeling sick and things like that mm-hmm. so there's all of that that gets written down there and there's a lot about the pregnancy in general that gets written in there but there's one bit in there that i really liked the sound of um which was what music would you like playing whilst it's <laughs> yeah. all happening so i was like right shall we make a playlist so we sat down and we made a playlist together which included songs that we both like it included some songs that my partner likes and some songs that i like um uh, yeah so that that was really good and then when it came to it (laughs) um the birth plan's a bit different when you actually come to the the point of being ready for birth and i don't even know what music was playing it definitely wasn't what we chose um yeah it was it was it's a bit more the focus is on the baby coming out. It's not on um, <laughs> breathe, breathe, whatever else breathe. is going on around you. Track two, yeah. track two. So, Should be track two. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You're making the first incision. We need track seven on now. That's <laughs> yeah. where, we, where we should be. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's um, it's all a bit different. I suppose planning wise, we'd we'd planned a lot leading up to the birth, and I suppose we'll go into some of that in the other episodes, but. Um, I mean, the main thing about the the planning element is making sure you've got your bag ready to go. Yeah. Um, and we'll cover in in, epi- in one of the next episodes, I think it's in the next episode, actually, what you will take to hospital with you, what, as a dad as well, what's good to take, because yeah. obviously there's a lot of information out there for mums on what to take to hospital f- for them and for the baby. But as a dad, you, you don't know what to take personally for yourself, I suppose. Um, and there are some things that are very useful, especially if you end up staying overnight. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll cover that in a different episode. But yeah, yeah um, I suppose planning wise, the the main thing is you've just got to be there and make sure that you can grab that bag on the way out the door. That, that's the big thing. Yeah. That's, that's a, I mean, what what about you? I mean, how yeah. how much were you planning on on the lead up to everything well, going off? As far as I know, and, and and you know, I'm not really one for planning. Um, and maybe my wife might have been, but just I'm kind not of kept either, me. To be fair. Yeah, she might have been uh, like planning it to the, the the nth degree and just not telling me about it because I'd be just like, I've got a job. Um, Rachel, I know you're sort of in the middle of the most stressful part of your life, but 
I think I've forgotten something. So we, I, I don't think we had an official plan. I think we were going to have a natural birth. Uh, but you're saying about like, you know, having to write down, um, you know, uh, allergies and stuff. So my wife's um, allergic to penicillin. And I'm so proud that I can remember that. Um, again, that's how useless my <laughs> role work. in life. Yeah, it's just the one thing I've got to go, Let, oh, she's allergic to something. Let's hope she's listening to this because yeah. the, then you might get some brownie points. Yeah. yeah, Penicillin, which is very dangerous. So, so yeah, so, you know, other than obviously making sure that that was done, I don't think we had any, uh, you know, massive plans. We're uh, all about the drugs. We're definitely going to have the drugs. And I think she was going to have a few too. Um, yeah, and we were going to go as natural as we can. So there was no water birth. There was no no uh, no C-section plans or anything like that. It was just a case of um, we'll see what happens. Um, uh, and, I, and I think that the mindset that we kind of have is if you plan too much, you, 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 you're going to be disappointed if something doesn't go quite right. And that's just an extra stress on, on top of uh, of your wife and then on, yeah, on the baby yeah. as well. So we just thought we'll keep it as simple as possible. Uh, again, much like the conception, um, uh, to reduce the amount of times and things go. I don't even think we had a playlist. Um, I don't think. I don't think we had any music planned. I think we just kind of get there and see what happens, really. Um, uh, so, yeah. And again, you know, in, in our next episode, does that happen? Uh, so, yeah. So, nothing planned out. It was just a case of, you know, how do we get to, to the hospital as quickly as possible and go through there. But Yeah, I suppose, I suppose that's something to think about as well, because a lot of people don't plan that. I mean, we're really lucky. We're literally sort of a five minute drive from the hospital. Yeah, we weren't so, even that. We were so close. Um, yeah. I mean, if, if you live a distance from the hospital, you've really got to think about that. Yeah, I'm not and if entirely you think, sure. If you think it's on the way, then uh, get going. <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you, yeah. I'm not a great sense of direction anyway, which which is you know a, an extra surprise as to why we you know how we conceive so quickly. Um, but um, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm sort of know where the hospital is. We went there not so long ago. Um, I've got to tell you, <laughs> she's breathing in like that, and I've just put it into sat nav. <laughs> just a second. Is there a postcode for the hospital? Do you know the postcode? Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. I'm panicking as well. I don't want to press the right letter, but I'm not. Um, oh, we're going to Portsmouth, apparently. Uh, so, yeah. So, no. Um, yeah, that, that, you know, I'm fairly certain I know where it is. But, you know, again, even for, for, for this, 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 this child that we're having. Uh, yeah, no plans at the moment. Um, although the, the due date is the end of, uh, the end of May. Um, I think we are actually, um, you, you know, I'd, I'd like it to be May the 16th because that's one of my favourite songs. Um, so that's the only plan for me is you hold it in to the 16th. Um, uh, but yeah. See, uh, when, yeah. When, when we were originally given dates, one of the dates we were given was May the 4th. Oh. <laughs> like, that's are like, you joking? Like, really? Not, yeah, not even a Star Wars fan, but that yeah. is one out of 365, but that's the day you want to be on. Other than May, yeah, you don't want to be on Christmas, but May the 4th. And that's why we called him Luke. So that is the first episode of our little podcast. We've talked about um, the actual kind of process of getting uh, pregnant. We've talked about uh, the plans that we've had and the actual reveal of our gender. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about the actual delivery. Um, so a massive thank you for joining us and hope to see you again next time in the Dolls House. <laughs>